and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. Was that fast enough, Clint? <laughs> what, Did I that, do it? But you, you paused again. You didn't. The pause happens, and, and then you're supposed to say Daniel. Like you didn't. You didn't do the whole thing. You didn't get through oh, all. Of it. Just, this is what I have to deal with, people. This is you. You have a boss that doesn't appreciate you. Well, Clint's not my boss, no. but still, <laughs> still the same thing. I don't, but it is true. I don't appreciate him. Michael. Michael appreciates me. He's the real boss. He's the real. You can, he's really you can calling make that the shots up. of this he's, podcast. He's he's a boss that never shows. He's at a no show position. He works for the That's, mafia. Do you understand this? If he works for the mafia, he's everybody's boss. This well, I don't want a horse head in my wake up with a horse head in my well, pillow. Don Don Michael, listen to me, people. This is Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. My name is Daniel. That is Clint, and we're not experts. We're glad you're here. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. It's Friday. I'm trying to get out of here today. Email us, <laughs> LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. Five stars is good. One star is bad. Um, so tell your and friends. Tell your friends. Tell your cat. Um, download the show. Hit us up on Twitter. We'd love to chat. Um, oh, we love chatting. You ain't playing, Daniel. That's what I'm just, we're trying to, I'm, I'm trying to make you happy, Clint. Does this make yeah. you happy? Are you happy now? Uh, Daniel, nothing makes me happy. So you're, oh, right. You're, you're a Georgia fan. I'm a Georgia fan. <laughs> I forgot. You're nothing. a Georgia fan. That's what unites us all is our absolute misery. Um, yep. uh, today, though, optimism and hope springs eternal, Clint. It does. Here we go. Um, we're talking about the 2020 squad. Football squad that is not are, basketball. We're done with are that. Are we? Um, are we fairly optimistic? I don't know. We, we don't. We're not going to go back and recap all the position groups. Let me, but let let's me just say, yeah. if this were mm-hmm. a team in Madden, mm-hmm. and they had these ratings that we've been mm-hmm. giving on scales of one to hundred, you would. That's like an all Madden team right there. Like oh. that's one that you have to save up your your experience points and buy in the store. I don't know how Madden oh, yeah. works. I don't. I don't NCAA football. Please, God, come back. We please. We we miss please. you. Please, we, we miss you. you. Uh, no, Daniel. I mean, the the most telling thing that we've said is we anticipate in the next three years, four years, multiple national championship appearances starting with this year, uh, and we've been burned by this. And yes, we I will think tolerate nothing less. Well, this is this is the expectation. I think the lowest grade we've given is maybe an 86, 87, I think, is the lowest grade we've given for position groups so far. Yeah. it's This is a team that's... It's just there's and a the lot numbers to be optimistic about. And the numbers back it up. This is the most talented team the University of Georgia has literally ever had in the history of the program. I, it's 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 not an exaggeration. There are some position groups that... We'll need to step up. You, you heard us talk about them. Like you can go back and listen to the shows. They're all there on your feed. If you miss one, you can go back. They're all um, they're, uh, The titles are all there, so you can see which position group we're talking about on which day. But the quarterback position, obviously, an unknown. We got Jamie Newman. We don't know, mm-hmm. you know in the SEC mm-hmm. how's he going to do the running back position. Doesn't have a lot of returning production. It's got a lot of stars by people's names, but we don't necessarily know. We haven't seen it on the field. Um the tight end position group has got a freshman and a transfer and and some guys that have never played before. It's not like everything is a sure thing. But just as you look at the talent, to your point, Clint, on this team, and specifically you look at the returning production on the defensive side of the ball, Clint, and it just blows you away. It wows mm-hmm. you time and time again, which brings us to the safety position, um, a position group 
that is, I would say, is this fair? On the defensive side of the ball, this Mm -hmm. is the least, I'm not going to say it's the shakiest, because I'll let you make your own, I'll let you, I'll let you state your own opinion about that. But I'm going to say unequivocally, it is the least deep position group that this team has. I'm going to list the three people that we know today are listed in the category of safety. Okay, there's other on the depth chart that we're going to go through. So I'm going to start with the three people who were brought in as safeties. Okay? And there's like just from, to be clear, there's three. There's three of them. Three All people. Right? Two of them play every snap. <laughs> One backup is a safety so, by trade and position in high school. The rest are oversized DBs that play star position corner at times and might fill in at safety. The three people <clears throat> are Richard LeCount, Lewis Seen, Major Burns. Who weighs 27 pounds. Uh, Major Burns legitimately is at 177, I think, today. Major Burns is on a extreme high-calorie diet. He is eating seven meals a day at the dining <laughs> uh, hall. He Scott Cochran, you just got in uh, day Scott, one. Scott Cochran literally walked in, <laughs> looked at Major Burns, and said, what is that? Come this way, Either son. he leaves or I leave. <laughs> that's, that's what he said. And Kirby had to come... Like Coach Strickland had to come talk him down off the ledge. Like, no, 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 no. listen, 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 listen. He just got here. Listen, 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 Scott. He, listen, listen. He just got here. It's not that we're gonna work with him. And and he just he just put a bucket hat on and said, "I'll meet you in five minutes by the by, by the squat rack. We'll see we'll see you there. Bring your pillow. You're Bring. gonna live here for a while." Bring your life alert button because you're going to need to press it at some point because somebody's going to have to come get you off this weight machine. Uh, those are the three, Daniel. The three. Those are the three are guys. Now listen, there now, are other people. Devon Wilson uh-huh. um, gets some reps at safety. I, I, we think Mark Webb, Chris Smith um, uh, get get some reps in practice or has in the past. Could be a contender to fill in at mm-hmm. safety. Latavius Brini, William Poole. These are, again, what you said, these are players that play the star position. These are oversized defensive backs and um, sure tacklers, hard hitters, physical mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. Um, who could who could hopefully step in. And are probably I'm sure they're getting lots of reps at safety. Kirby's not an idiot. Obviously, no. they're getting lots of reps at safety. But in terms of what you want to call proven depth at the position, you have one, one proven depth. Yeah, I know Lewis Seen Lewis had some great moments, don't, don't guys. Stretch. But come now. Come now. Okay. Let us, by the way, let Lewis us be Seen, serious. Lewis Seen, by the way, I'm sorry for this ahead of time, bro. But you have what I call the Richard effect on you. And I'm going to reserve any and all praise for you. Just there will be no... No affirmations given your way until you give me a good solid eight game stretch. Of my man's been well. hurt. My man's been hurt before, Lewis. Don't I, hold. Don't take it personally. My man has been hurt before. He's not ready for a long term relationship. I'm not ready for this. Guys. He's just trying to I'm feel it out this. and see where things go. Let's just let's, let's just talk, okay? Let's <laughs> just let's not make any plans next week. I let's don't, just text. I don't let's do it next let's week. text for a while. Let's text for okay. a while. Like, That's not, fine. No, no you can't have my. You can't. No, no you're not gonna get my Snapchat. Okay. No, That's we're not gonna. Limits to you. We're right not now. gonna DM right now. Like we're just gonna keep oh. it in the mentions. Okay. Um, all right. Th- we we mentioned the names, Clint. Um, 
let's get into the questions. Let's get into the key contributors, the freshman impact, the player who make a name for themselves, and the overall rating. And we will hit you up with that right now. All right, Clint. Uh, key contributors. Who's going to shine yeah. at the safety position? Tell, Go ahead and cue the music <laughs> and yep. tell us yep. how you think Richard LeCount is going to do yep. this year. Okay, this this is where I wanted to go. Based upon your question, the question we always have asked through all these positions group, we know the key contributors, but I think where I want to start is to talk about how much of a contribution Richard LeCount is going to make. Okay. okay. All right. First team, all SEC, Richard LeCount. No. Oh, wow. Wow. First team. That all is SEC. A, that Richard is a LeCount. caliente take, Clint. Caliente. That is, that is a hot. spicy meatball take. Okay, Clint. here's. I, I have so many reasons why. He's Please give us the reasons why. Is it the Louisville Slugger? It's not the Louisville Slugger. I've. <laughs> I've forgotten about the Louisville Slugger. Okay. Well, Daniel, I'm, gonna, I'm here to keep reminding you. <laughs> I am here to bring it up. Four years, the most talented depth all around him. Mm-hmm. Guys that, <clears throat> the guys that can have makeup speed, catch yes. and keep things going. Richard Count is not going to have to be all over the place. Uh, he has to step up in Jr.'s place. Jr.'s not there to bail him out. And Jr. didn't really have a particularly outstanding year. He had a good year last year, not outstanding year last year. Uh, and he came back, Daniel. This is why he, he came back. Okay, he This is why. I think all the information, everything that he was getting back from people said to him, you're not going to get what you desire out of the draft. You're not going to get the position. You're not going to get the money. You're not going to get the pick that you think you deserve. Go back, work They hard. were right. And they were right. Absolutely. They should have been. And he made the right decision. Because we could talk all day long. Trenton Thompson, wrong decision. Trenton Thompson uh, could have come back. Hello. And could have made himself a lot more money had he done another year, had he gotten stronger, quicker, performed. Who knows what could have been. Richard the Count didn't do the Trenton Thompson plan coming back for this year. Uh, and I think with all the skill around him, with all the position group, with all the stars, he's not going to get have to be playing everybody else's position. And he knows what's at stake. Uh, and I think he makes himself into a, at minimum, second round draft pick this year. Second round draft pick, yep. first team, all SEC. Correct. Wowzers. That, that is some bold predictions from you, Clint. Um, <clears throat> yeah, long-time listeners of, this, of the podcast should know uh, my love for Richard Count has wavered back and forth, and I was the harshest critic of him. Uh, but apparently, Daniel, I don't know. Apparently, you're harshest on those you love because I, I love me some Richard LeCount this year. You do, um, uh, but let me just let me just say you are not. Um, you are not the only one that that has good things to say about Richard LeCount, Clint. Oh, really? Yeah, that's correct. Because um, Pro Football Focus is talking about Richard LeCount as um, possibly the best DB in the country. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I took a caliente pepper. They said, you hold that there, son. Try they this said, thing show, that's the size. Let me show you where to stick that caliente pepper. <laughs> I got one the size of my thumbnail and the color that you can't describe how orange it is. Holy jeez. Best DVD yeah, in the nation. You don't know. And you, the pro football focus sometimes to me seems like a... They're swimming in Voodoo. numbers. All right. I don't know what kind of concoctions they're cooking up in there. Like, I don't I don't necessarily get it. But listen, the kid has got all the talent in the world. We know this. Um, he he has played he has started in every game of the last mm-hmm. two seasons. Okay? That counts for a lot mm-hmm. in the SEC. Don't get it twisted. Like, don't get sucked in like we all do with these five stars and these new kids. By the way, I mean, Richard counts a five star, but was, don't yeah. get sucked in with these new kids and, the, and, and what's new is best and the next big thing and whatever. Uh, ask Monty Rice if experience is more valuable than talent or mm-hmm. speed. And that is not a disrespectful statement to Monty Rice. That is a respectful statement. I was going to say, Rice. I think Monty Rice would would actually have said it just like that himself. Monty he, Rice does not have the talent that Quay Walker has. But nope. ask Monty Rice if that's helping Quay Walker play any snaps. Just just real quick, <laughs> ask Monty Rice who's going to start Week One and where Quay is going to be. And yeah, right. That's not that's there's not a position battle there between nope. Monty Rice and Quay Walker. So. Um, Richard LeCount has the experience, he has the pedigree, he has the talent, he just has to put it all together. And I think, to your point, the most important thing about Richard LeCount's season this year is the talent around him. Not at safety, but at corner, at outside linebacker, at inside linebacker, at defensive line. I think he is going to be allowed to float a lot more than he has in previous seasons. Uh, And I think you're going to see a better more free Richard LeCount because mentally he's going to be there because of the experience, which that's where he struggled in the past. Physically, Richard LeCount, uh for all of our talk about him missing tackles, and he has, Trevor, he has missed tackles, (laughs) Trevor. Somewhere Trevor's listening to this podcast and feeling so vindicated, isn't he? He Because we're (laughs) praising Richard LeCount. He really He's is. feeling so good about himself. But while we've been all of them about missing tackles, it's been the mental side of the game that has been where he has struggled the most. I think he's going to have that on lockdown this year. And and I think it's going to equate to a big-time season. Yeah. Clint, that's all there is yep. to it. So um, then the question is, the next question is biggest freshman impact. And so I'm going to, I'm going to skip over. I'm going to skip it because Major because Burns. Because we have one, Major Burns. Yep. Yeah, Major Burns. I think, um do you think he's going to make an impact at safety this year? No. 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 I think he's passed on the depth chart by those some of those other guys that William we mentioned Poole earlier. and Chris Smith will play far well before Major Burns. Mark Webb will get some run at safety before that, that time comes. I think that's probably true. Don't discount like the Lewis scene effect, though, where like if Major Burns comes in and looks good, Kirby will play him. He played, you know, he played Lewis scene, and we had... We had two freaking rock safeties last year. I mean, two like anchors yeah. in the lineup last year. And yet somehow Lewisine found his way into the game, not just in the bowl game, yeah. but before that. So, I mean, not what kind of an impact, though? Let's go there next. What kind of a season do you expect then from Lewisine? 
this year. That's where I want to ask next. Yeah, this is a wild thing. Now, I don't really know the type of player Lewisine is going to be or could be. We saw him against LSU come in with that really weird 3-3-10, it seemed like, defense that Kirby was trying to run early on. Uh, didn't work. Was, it did, didn't work. Uh, this just he, in. That's still. We went back and watched film. Actually, we didn't. We couldn't. We burned all. Oh the film. no! The film I will room, not do that. The film not, room is burned to the ground. I'm There's not an analyst. X. I'm a fan. I'm not going to go back and watch the film. Are you nuts? Nope. It's ridiculous. Uh, but but, Hilari, or, Elair, uh, mm-hmm. was shadowed by Lewisine the entire game. Just said where he goes, you go, mirroring him all around. So is he an in the box guy? Is he more of a free ranging? I, I actually don't know. He has seems like he had the makeup of more of a free ranging, but Kirby put him in the box. All that being said, uh, I expect Lewis Seen to have a Richard LeCount type season before Richard went downhill. The first first year Richard was a starter. It wasn't it wasn't the best. It wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't awful. Um, he missed some tackles at times, but remember the times which Richard just did his job, put his head down, went to work, lunch pail mentality before the bat made its way to the surface. And I think Lewisine has a similar season. So I'm not looking for interceptions or tons of tackles out of him. I'm looking for him to be in the middle and and cover a body, have a couple of pass breakups, and, and just essentially keep his coverage on lockdown. This statement's not meant to be disrespectful to anyone. This is a statement of praise, not okay. a statement of disrespect. Lewisine's going to have a better season than Richard LeCount this year. That's what I think about Lewisine. Lewisine is going to have, he will be our best safety this year. Richard LeCount will be a, an incredibly important player on this team, and I believe will end his career with the Georgia Bulldogs as a beloved figure. But Lewisine will be the best player at safety on the team this year. That's my take uh, on Lewisine. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think he's got all of the juice. I think he's got all of the um, athleticism and skill. I think he's got the instincts. I think you are going to see him shine in a full offseason, a full spring, a full camp, and a full season of reps. I think you are only going to see this kid get better and better. And I think one of the primary reasons for his success uh-huh. will be the presence of veteran Richard LeCount next to him. I think they will play in tandem off each other beautifully, uh, and I expect Lewisine to have a monster year. Clint. <sighs> That's right. I did not. Daniel, I didn't see this coming at all. I know you did. I, I, I didn't I see know this coming didn't. one bit. This is exciting to me, though. Because you know what, truth be told, Daniel and I, if you were to go back and you were to look at all the praise we've given to defensive players at UGA, you know the type of defensive player we love? Uh, the heat-seeking missiles coming from 17 yards back. Okay, mm-hmm. That's who Daniel and I like. Roquan mm-hmm. Smith, hello. Mm-hmm. Boss Bailey, hello. Mm-hmm. Blue, we can keep going on a list. So if Lewis Seen is there, you know, I'm going to be first in line to say, great, let me hop on the bandwagon. Uh, let me just let me just follow it up with my number, all right? My, my ranking for yep. this unit. One through 100 of the whole unit. I think I just told you what it was. 
I think I'm going to rank them as the, this is the highest defensive unit that I'm giving out, Clint. This is a 95 for me. This is a 95 unit for me, and it is not deep, and an injury could cripple us. Yeah, devastates it. Just listen. An injury could cripple us. But I think these two guys, if they are able to stay healthy, will be a menace to the rest of the SEC. I'm going 95 overall, just on the sheer talent of the starters alone. Okay, now quick follow-up to that. Uh, does this mean, like, is is the average 95, so does this mean Lewis Seen is 93 and LeCount is 97, or is 196, are they both 95? As a unit, we're ranking them as a unit. This is not, yeah, has nothing I, I to do with individual that. rankings. This is... But there's there's two to the unit, though, Daniel. Sure, but you, the sum can be greater... The, the total can be greater than the sum of the parts, Clint. And I think that's what you have with the safety okay. tandem. So okay. I'm going... I'm not, I'm not giving out individual rankings, but I am You're saying... You're not playing that game. I'm not playing that game, but I am saying the safety's overall 95. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give them a 93. Uh, I am high on Richard LeCount. Uh, I think Lewisine is a fine uh, upcoming safety, but I am not as high. This is the first time on the defensive side of the ball, Daniel. You've been higher on your rankings than I have. It is. But I stand by it. I feel I, good I like about it. it. Uh, hey, we uh, got some power rankings coming speaking up. Of, we, speaking we of rankings. Hey, we love ranking things. Judgment is what we do best. So we got some power rankings coming up on the other side of this. Now, Daniel, this <clears> is a little. This is a little different. Power rankings. Okay. I like <clears throat> different. Um, uh, we're going to talk which, about n- not college football, which that's not no. unusual for power rankings. We like to stray. We like to stretch our legs. We, do. we like to go for We a like walk. to pass judgment on other things. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, now, with our previous power rankings of most underrated fast food food, uh, mm-hmm. Daniel, you had, you had a lot of love on your side. A lot of people coming to your side to say, what in the world is happening well, listen. Uh, it's not. It's like it's like when you say the Kraft American single is a superior cheese for a hamburger. You just, when you tell the whatever. truth, Clint, I, I think you'll what you'll find is what you'll find is when you tell the truth, that people will people will defend you. And when you come out here talking about Arby's, and then look, and then look. and then don't talk about the roast beef sandwich, which is the icon, the legend. That's like saying, that's like saying. Um, you know who I really, you know who I really like is um, I really like massive. And when when I'm watching basketball, I really like massive, dominant, physically imposing centers. And I say, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I really, my favorite era of basketball was like the late '90s, early 2000s. And I and I say, oh. That's that's nice. Who was your favorite? Who's your favorite basketball player of all time? And you say, John Konkak. Like, that's not the setup doesn't match the payoff. Clint it just doesn't. No, Daniel, fit. you said it the doesn't... most underrated. This is this is so wrong. How you set this whole thing up? I didn't say what's the best fast food. Shaquille O'Neal. Sure, okay, I get it. You said what's the most underrated, and I said the brisket sandwich is most underrated. And actually, to my point, you're all proving my point because no. you are all False. undervaluing it, and I am saying it is good. Thank you. You know what, Michael and the rest of Twitter and Daniel, thank you for proving how right I am by no one appreciating it, which means it is underappreciated. It's absolutely. So at some point, when a when a when a when an item has zero rating, like zero point zero, 
You just have to take that into account. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Daniel. When are you going to buy somebody's stock? Are you going to buy it when it's at 100 or are you going to buy it when it's at a penny? I'll tell you this. I'm never going to buy a brisket sandwich from Arby's. So if that's the question, then the answer is <laughs> never. Okay. Today. Uh, but, but today, yes. We're doing but power I rankings. <laughs> we digress. Uh, the sports logo of all time. The power best rankings of the best sports, sports logo. logo. This right. has nothing to do with the team. It has no. nothing to do with the players. No. This this is just I'm gonna this is I'm gonna buy a hat. This uh-huh. is the hat I want. I'm going Correct. to just visually enjoy looking at a logo. It's taking into account color scheme, it's taking into account the graphic, it's taking into account the way that the uniform looks. Um, best logos of all time, any sport. Um, I'm going to get us kicked off here, Clint. Do it. And I, I'm going to talk about a um, uh, little known fact. The um, Clint and I first met because we both lived in the city of Portland in the Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest. Um, both spent some time up there in the Northwest. Both lived up there for a while. Uh, neither of us do anymore, but um, that is where we met. And uh, that's where I'm going with number one, with my first one, Clint. It's number three on my list. I'm going okay, with the okay. Portland Trailblazers logo because, man, I just love that thing. It is classic. It's classic. It, yes. Like the color scheme, red, black, and white. Hello. Are you going to argue? Hello. Is anybody going to argue with the color scheme? Um, it is, it is, um, it's not on the nose which is important for me with a logo. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not obtuse and obvious. It's got a little artistic characteristic to it, but it's simple. It's easy to draw. If you're a little kid, I know that sounds dumb, but like that's an important thing about a sports logo. Uh, The Portland Trailblazers logo is just a sick logo. I'm a big fan of it, and it's number three on my list. Gosh, the simplicity is much like uh, USC. USC did not make my list, but that, it's the same thing. USC's simplicity of their uniforms and the classicness of it is mm-hmm. gorgeous. I love it. Um, by the way, have you seen they redid the court? Uh, have you caught a Blazers game yet? Because the red on the court is eye-popping red. I don't know how they keep it so red all year long, but my goodness, it is just eye-popping. I Basketball courts these days need to be... Legislated. There's some nasty things happening <laughs> the, on basketball courts. Like in like uh, the the Brooklyn court, the gray, the Oregon's got court, trees. Gosh, what, what is going growing on? on their court? I don't know what's what happening. On, There's guys. some nasty things happening in basketball. No, I like that. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, now. I happen to be a huge fan of this team, but I do truly think it's one of the most gorgeous. Uh, it's the Eddie Matthews small A Atlanta Braves logo. I say Eddie Matthews because every time mm-hmm. you think of Eddie Matthews in the helmet, it's the small A, it's the baby blue, uh, and it's that it's that tiny A for the Braves. It's so simple. It pops. It's unlike any other color scheme that I've seen and logo that I've seen, and I love it. I want to get a hat of it. I've been waiting for it for baseball season to have an mm-hmm. excuse to buy a hat, and mm-hmm. guess what? That that excuse is coming. So That's happening. I'll be buying it. That's happening. Um, number one, a man doesn't need an excuse to buy a hat, Clint. You just buy That's a hat. True. That's you what you just do. Go get it. You just buy a That's hat. Right. Um, right. Listen, uh, am I a homer? Yeah. That's the whole point of this podcast. I don't know what. <laughs> <The> fans. <laughs> I don't know what it is you're talking to me about if it's not being a homer. Um, I'm obviously, I think we're, we didn't say this at the beginning. We are excluding the power G from yes. the University of Georgia. 
Um, yes. Obviously, it's not it's not on the docket because we're just trying to we're trying to branch out. But with number two on my list, I am going I'm going the same place as you. I'm going the absolute homer pick, but I am not going for a long time. I was right there with you. I was the lowercase mm. a, the Eddie Matthews a. But listen to me, Clint. Navy blue hat, mm. navy blue bill, mm-hmm. white a, white script a. That is the look of the Braves hat that you want. It's the road official hat. It's a white A. It's on the Navy on Navy hat. And it is the cleanest, most pure logo of all time. Friends, the Braves fans, you know this well. But if you if you happen to not, if you not be a Braves fan, I know there's a lot of you listening that are not Braves fans. Clint and I obviously are Braves mm-hmm. fans, but we're not here to talk about that. That's on our other podcast, which... <laughs> Which that's a joke. We we do not have a Braves podcast, but <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Uh, it's only a matter of time, yeah. The Alabama's A has a mullet. It looks nothing like the Atlanta Braves A. Nope. Alabama's A has a mullet. If you wear a Braves hat and someone says roll tie to you, you are allowed legally. I consulted with a lawyer. You are allowed legally to punch them in the throat. Hundred percent. That is your well within we your call, rights. We call that a hate crime when they say "roll tide" on you, and you're wearing the Atlanta Braves A. That's that, that is, is that absolutely. Is that is that is absolute injustice at the highest level. Injustice. You don't do that crap here, okay, uh, Daniel? I have that hat. That is my current hat of the Atlanta Braves. Uh, so I'll be purchasing mine as that. well. That is that. Um, okay. Second one. Again, this has nothing to do with the team because I hate this team. Has nothing to do with with the players at all. But every single time I watch the 1980s Patriot, that that Patriot that's down in the three point stance, getting ready to hike that football, it's clean. It's white, red, and blue, and it's it's just simple and clean all the way through. I love that logo. It's like an Americana. It's football. It's gorgeous. I could not disagree with you more on this one, Clint. I this is. That logo has always creeped me out. Like, what is this little white dude doing? <laughs> well, what? Like, he's not. When, when you say it like that, I mean, don't. He's just some weird like look. He's it. just some weird looking man. Is he even wearing a helmet? I can't even remember it's, on yes, the logo. He's wearing a helmet. He's wearing a so helmet. Okay. Well, no, he's actually wearing a hat. I, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's like an actual. He's a minute man. He's he like, is a literal colonial person. <laughs> Yes, he is. Listen, do I want him loading up a muzzle and fighting for my independence? Sure, I do. But do I want him playing football for my team? No, I do not. And I'm going to say this right now, Clint. My my Atlanta Braves fandom excluded. Okay. Red, white, and blue are the most overrated colors in all professional sports. I just red, white, and blue is not that clean of a look always. You got to do it right. I think the Braves do it well. I do not think the Patriots do it well. There's way too much white. There's way too much color contrast. Uh, it's not a clean uniform to me. And the 1980s logo, the throwback logo, is one of it's. It's yeah. I I, I disagree with you. I am going with an old school logo as well, and it's because it is the logo for a sports team that don't, that no longer exists. Clint. Okay. Okay. It is the Montreal Expos. Gosh. Logo. You want to talk about red, white, and blue done right? Look no further than our friends, the Canadians. <laughs> How is it that the Canadians 
came out with the best red, white, and blue logo <laughs> in America's game. And they just said, we're going to take the uniform market and we're going to dominate it right here real quick. Their whole uniform, not just that logo, the whole uniform. Every single player in an Expos, Felipe Lou or Moises mm-hmm. Lou, uh, Vladimir Guerrero. Oh, come on. Vlad the, the Impaler. Uh, <laughs> Vlad listen, the Impaler. Listen, the Montreal Expos logo, it is, it is a thing of beauty. It's artistic. Mm. It's not mm. on the nose. You have, to, you have to squint to see all the letters. You, you got the E. You got the X. You've got mm-hmm. the M. Mm-hmm. They're all mm-hmm. there. Um, it is a beautiful, beautiful logo. I feel like the Milwaukee Brewers are trying to be the Montreal Expos. But they're failing miserably with their logo because theirs has like a dumb baseball glove and a bat involved somewhere in it. Like Montreal is just much cleaner, much nicer. That's my number one all time sports logo. Okay. Plus, it's, this plus isn't it's easy. One. Plus, it's easy because if you wear a Montreal Expos hat, you're not even cheering for a real team anymore. It's That's not, true. That's true. You're, not, you're actually just cheering for baseball. Just, hey, oh, remember when baseball used to be fun? You're like before you're like people Rob started, before people were cheating and the commissioner didn't the do way, anything about it and by the way every single time an Astros gets plunked in spring training an just, angel gets his wings God bless you I write down every single pitcher that does that and say I'll root for you all year long I don't if care you boo you, go for if it. you boo if you sit in the stands and boo the Houston Astros which by the way did you see they were confiscating like anti Astros signs of course they were. And, like, I mean, just how could you be any more... I mean, I think I saw it on Barstool's Twitter, but it's I'm sure it was all over. The, the, I, like, the premise that the Astros have stolen their first signs for the 2020 yeah. season. Yeah. Like, how could best. you... You're taking people's signs. That's literally the whole... Anyway. PR, PR firm did not educate you on what to did do Did not beforehand. think that through. No. No. All right, who's uh, your number one, Clint? Okay. Okay. Now, this may have done a little something to to the time at which I was becoming a man. It could have could have been that. But Oh my, are we gonna get into a real personal story? <laughs> it could have also past? been it could have also been because Kevin Garnett is just I don't want to cross him. I don't want to upset him. I, I don't want because he will kill me. He will just straight up with one hand motion slit my throat. Okay. But Correct. The, er, the early two thousands Minnesota Timberwolves logo my goodness, Daniel, was spot wow. on. Spot on. <laughs> now, now you, you may Glenn. say a little too on the nose. You may say a little well, too aggressive. It's it's not. It's the color scheme that really weirds me out, Clint. Okay, it's the, okay. the, the color greens scheme, the, the weird and the green. blues. I know. Like, I it's, know. It's a lot. The logo I don't have any real problem with. Logo's fantastic. Um, the green and the blue, but everything. It was like, look at the Toronto Raptors throwback. That pink, maroon, purple thing that was happening there. You know? That, uh, that old school dinosaur they used to put on the Toronto Raptors jersey, man. That thing was insane. That was just like, we don't even care anymore. Like, we don't, we're not even know. trying. This is this we, is like that stupid paperclip at Word that you opened up and tried to help you, you know? Right. He was the dinosaur version of that. Toronto, have we learned nothing from your neighbors to the west, Montreal, the Expos? <laughs> like, come on, come out with a decent looking uniform. Way, All right, that's our that power was, rankings. That was quick for today. Canadian geography. That was fantastic. Directional cities of, of Canada, yeah, Daniel. Yeah, I, our neighbors to the north, it's, you know, there's no, there's no disrespect there. That's fine. That's great. Um, 
that was our sh- that was our show for today. Those were our shows for the week. Uh, we will be back on Monday, talking um, more about this team, more about this uh, the University of Georgia. We might have some more power rankings. Who knows what we've got in store for you next week? Enjoy your weekend, and we will be back on Monday, and we'll talk to you guys then. See ya. <laughs>